Hey guys, this is Fino. And this is Carmen. And you're listening to Man, Man in the, the Milf. Lego. If you, you're not about to hey. excuse you. I'm take some words today. Mm. I'm a little scammer. <laughs> How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing on this snowy Thursday? They made it sound like we're about to get four to six inches. Last time I checked, that was not four to six inches. I know. Oh, Daisy. You can come in. Baby, what do you need? Where? Yes, go upstairs. Don't come down here anymore. Jeez, don't on me. They know the drill. Get upstairs, Amara. We had a special appearance from one of her kids. Did you mm. guys hear her? Oh, her little sweet face. No. Innocent face. Innocent whatever. She's the devil reincarnate. <laughs> Get him on damn Oh nerves. my goodness. Pues, vamos. Did you guys hear about Julius Suffet? Is that how you say his name? Somalette or some Somalette. shit like that? 150 days in jail. Yeah, okay. I'm doing, I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. Okay, I'm back. I mean, I'm back. I'm back. You know what? It could have been worse He could because of this whole like mix up and everything. Y'all know I gotta be somewhat drunk to deal with Fini on this podcast. Oh my goodness. And you know I have to a little bit, little bit sober just to not say what I want to say to her sometimes. Make no sense. Make no sense. Okay, yes. So, if you guys remember Justin Samolette, Samoliti, whatever the fuck his name is. I thought it was Jesse. Is it Jesse? Yeah, I thought it was Justin. I thought it was Justin. I thought it was like J-U-S-S. Irrelevant. He fucking got, he hired people... <laughs> Do you remember the scam? Yeah. Out of spice. It's right? fitting considering today we're talking about scammers. But he hired somebody to mug him and rob him, and then he made it sound like it was a, a, hate, crime. a hate crime. Yeah, exactly. And then it come to find out, it was like, nah, motherfucker, you paid somebody to right. do that. Right. See, this is why you got to break up the paper trail. Like this. Can you imagine? That- because his family is in the business. <gasps> yeah. So his sister is in that um, Tyler Perry movie, mm-hmm. the one where she gets. Does she get the HIV? Because, you know, she was sleeping around on her husband. Well, I don't know. Her the only movie I remember husband. her from is, well, the show Underground Railroad, which was like on Star, which they canceled that one. But she was also in Roll Bounce, one with Bow Wow. Oh my God, that's strong. Okay. Remember that one? No. No? You need to watch it. She's really good. But yeah, their family is in the business. He was really good, though. He was really good as an actor. <laughs> I hope that after this 150 Excuse days. Excuse my hair. He's able, they excuse it every week. So it's nothing new. Um, That he's able to come back from this and like have his career like he had it before. So I'm um, sad that he has to do this or that he did this himself, but also happy for what the future is going to happen because everybody gets a second chance in Hollywood. Fuck that. Next. Next. What was the other one you brought up? Next. Oh, um, mm, Ryan Coogler, I think is his name. He's the director for um, Black Panther. Black Panther. So yesterday he was arrested um, or falsely accused of attempting to rob a bank. Hmm. And it was crazy because they have body cam footage over. They too. do. And so what he did was he wrote down the amount that he was trying to withdraw, and he just put, um, "I want to withdraw this amount," counted out discreetly because he didn't want people to see the large amount of money that he was withdrawing from his bank. Right. I mean, and it makes sense. Like, listen, I'm withdrawing $12,000. Can you, you know, discreetly count it and so that nobody notices that when I walk out of the bank with 12 large, right. they come after me. And look what happened. They came after First him. of all, I mean, and I understand that she's pregnant, blah, 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 blah. But the girl didn't even, like, she asked to see his ID. The ID matched. Like, she didn't even, like, look to have him take off his mask to see if it matched, you know, the name to the face, blah, yeah. blah, blah. He had a debit card. He knew the pin to his debit card. He, like, did everything right except being accused of <laughs> trying to rob a bank. The bank where he, he keeps his money at. Right. Make it make sense. Make it fucking make sense. People these days. So my sympathies go out to him, but he even said it himself. You know, listen, they're working with me. We're letting bygones be bygones. We're just moving on from the situation. So. Right. <clears throat> well, glad to see that happening. But we're going to get into a little sports news. Um, just to start off the whole, I mean, the whole 
topic itself. But Russell Wilson is being traded to the Denver Broncos. Oh, I broke that news to Joe, and he was like, shut the fuck up. How do you know? I'm like, listen. <laughs> Twitter. Right. <laughs> but it was all over the place, because basically it's like they traded a whole Broncos team to the Seattle Seahawks for just Russell himself. Like, it was crazy. It was, like, five, six players. I mean, I know a whole team is, like, 11 players. So now, Joe, if I understand this correctly, so now Russell Wilson plays for in our division, right? Yes. Okay. It was be crazy because there was a meme that was talking about how uh, showing a Raiders fan crying because now it's Patrick Mahomes. Um, oh, who was it? Who else was it? Um, Patrick, Russell, and I think I want to say the Cowboys quarterback. And I forgot. Prescott? You're asking the wrong person. You bring sports I'm, news I'm, 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 I'm to people's talking, attention, and yet you don't I'm know enough about sports. But I had brought up that meme because I was like, I was funny because there's all these other people in it. But it was crazy. It was funny. I was having a conversation with myself for five seconds. But um, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers just got an extension on. Isn't his, he the one that broke up with that chick from that really bad show that together. I used to watch? Oh, okay. they're back together. They were. Speaking. I thought they were separated because of political beliefs. Can you? Do you really think you can be? With somebody that has that big of a political difference, like, could you be with somebody who like is has polar opposite political beliefs as you? Yeah, you think you could be that? I think I could do that. You understand? You would like fundamentally never agree on anything, right? Do you really think that you could have political wise, right? Well, I mean, so if you are a stand for somebody's politics or what they believe in, that's <clears throat> In retrospect, saying, listen, I. No, I can. Thank I you. I could. You don't, I don't think you could. So, like, if you could be pro-life and somebody else is pro-choice. Justin Herbert. Okay, thanks you, Axel. I was like, he, he added. Is that the Cowboys quarterback? No. Oh. Prescott's the Cowboys quarterback. Oh, who's Justin Herbert? I think he pl- he plays for a different team. Don't don't ask me. I'm right. Not, I'm not okay. Kidding. I will Axel if you're listening. Let us know what team he plays Wait, for. Wait. So you're saying? <laughs> oh, see, Anna says it's it, it'd be so hard to change people's minds. I honestly don't think I could be with somebody who has such different political beliefs than I do. Like if I'm pro, you know, pro choice, mm-hmm. and the person I'm with is pro life, there's there we would never agree. We yeah. would never agree. Like if we accidentally get pregnant, he wants to keep it. I I want to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. There's no way that relationship could survive. Yeah. After that, no. But you think you could honestly date somebody and have radical different beliefs? Yep. I don't believe you. I have to go through it first. We'll see. See? You can't have totally different beliefs and still want the same things. My point exactly. Moving on. Mm, we're, not, we're not always going to be on the, in this world forever, so you might as well just be happy with those moments you have with that one other person. But how can you be happy with somebody who doesn't agree with you on fundamental issues? They just have to go with it. Like, if you are like, I'm for uh, ICE deporting people, and, they're, and you're like, no, I'm for letting immigrants come into this country, helping them get legalization status. Right. You think you'd be fine with that? Well, we'll be arguing about it, but I mean, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm okay with it. Like, I'm okay with you. What you believe, that's you as a person. I'm me as a person. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't do it. No. Anyways, he extended his um, his contract with he the, don't want the smoke. game um, with the Green Bay Packers for four more years. He's guaranteed 150, over $150 million um, by signing with them. So I think that's why um, the girl from, what's, what is she, that famous show that she played with? Um, that she played with. I don't... Uh, the American Teenage Girl. Yeah, Shannon something. Yeah. You know, and looking back, because I used to be a love, uh, it was like the... It was like the untold story of American Teenage or something like that. It was on... Um, it's Freeform. called Freeform, but before then it was called something ABC else. ABC Family. Oh my God, the acting was horrible. I think it was... It was I, look at that, it, I look back at it now, I'm just like, are we for real? Like, we really thought this was a good show, or people thought it was... I never watched it. I didn't watch it till she was, like, in Fallen in Our Stars. And I was like, okay, this is a good show, or this is a good movie. And then she was in Divergent, the trilogy. I was like, The okay. Secret Life of the American Teenager. I, I just... Uh, yeah, I, re- I re-watched some of the episodes because, you know, um, they had some big-name stars come out of that, but horrible acting and mind you we were looking at that thinking oh yeah this is great i could totally relate to this it's like motherfucker no you could not (laughs) to save your life (laughs) 
Yeah, and then so also KC Streetcars um, with KC Sporting or Sporting KC is in full effect. It came in past this um, this past weekend. I believe the home opener was oh, this past yes, weekend. Oh, yes, that did look like fun. So um, if you're wanting to go ahead and, you know, photo ops, Photoshop on Streetcars, go ahead and check them out. They're going to be all around town. They also put the hearts. Yep, they did. Is it on your cheese mid list too? The hearts? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I want to go down there. Um, it's right there off of Southwood. Like one of the hearts. Um, he actually started following us. Um, one of the artists who did one of the hearts. But oh, it's off fun. of a Southwood Boulevard, right there by the bodega. Okay. So if you guys want to go ahead and take pictures by that um, fountain, not that you know where La Bodega is. <clears throat> Don't play, girl. <laughs> but go ahead and check it out. Um, and then they also have merch at the coffee shop right down the street. The new coffee shop. Um, what is it called? It's L L A M O. Olama. Olama. I think that's so. um they have he has his merch there he's gonna be there and also which can I just say props to all of these like Latinx coffee houses that are opening up mm-hmm. because Cafe Corazon just opened their second location mm-hmm. Olama is doing great and as you you just see more coffee houses just really bring <laughs> yeah sangrias um just bringing like more culture into Kansas City and I feel like we need that like it's right. fucking beautiful do you know um who did one of the murals at Cafe Corazon Rico. Good. Yeah, he, um, him and his um, a friend, I forgot what his first name his first name is, but they actually did the mural for Café Corazón, and he was there at the launch party. So That's awesome. Congratulations, you know, Rico, up, do your thing. We've been seeing you do your thing for years, so keep it up. Keep it up with the good work. Um, another one, um, this actually goes global. McDonald's is closing 850 stores in Russia due to the um, invasion of Ukraine. You know, I feel for the people of Russia because on, on, honestly, oh my God, I'm stuttering. Honestly, they don't really have control over what their leaders do. Mm-hmm. And so now they're suffering. Like you can't do, you can't pretty much do anything. Like their fucking money is literally worthless. Visa won't do transactions. MasterCard won't do transactions. You know, you can't do apple pay in there like you you just said mcdonald's isn't doing anything Mm -hmm. like they're pulling a lot of these people are just pulling their support their support out of the country and the and their people are left with shit you know nothing what coffee shop do you want to go to let's go i'm off at 10 on saturday let's hit up a spot before we get them sangrias (laughs) but gas prices are going up so the average, the national average for gas prices is four dollars and thirty two cents. Mm. So I don't be like, telling me I'll give you five dollars for gas. Five dollars for gas ain't gonna pay right, my left. Not toe. even a gallon. But the local, um, I agree, Lisa. The civilians do have to suffer. It sucks. Local wise, um, the last I seen was three dollars and seventy nine cents. So we're roughly around three eighty. But that was the average four thirty two. The amount that people have to pay in California, I last seen was the average in California was five dollars and seventy eight. But you can't compare California. Everything is more expensive in California. Yeah, but I'm just like, like that is crazy. But gas prices are going up globally, not just in the United States. But you mm-hmm. know, we selfish, so all we think about is ourselves. So we're like, oh, gas prices here, blah blah blah. But that's going up globally. There are places across the world that are paying up, upwards of $10 a gallon. Well, they're saying like if one place is hit, it economically, it hits everybody else. Mm-hmm. So with um, the United States placing a sanction over their oil or like over things like now it's up to Europe because Europe has to get their oil from somebody because they're normally getting it from Russia. But they don't want to place a sanction on them because if the if Europe is hit big, then it hits everybody else big. So Look it's at like you doing thing. your research. Hey, you gotta the TikTok girl. I, I fucking love her. I follow her for everything government. Um, Who? the huh? Who? I forgot her name. I'll let. Is uh, it the one that's lady under the desk or something like that? No, she oh. has like blonde hair. She's really good with her words. I fucking love her. Was she like a anchor, like a little petite blonde chick that is like yeah. these little? Oh, I follow her too. Okay, she's pretty cool. There is a bill in Florida that was just passed last week. The bill is called "Don't Say Gay." This bill was passed, and it is basically stating that they are banning schools from discussing um, from discussing any sexual orientation or gender identification. So basically, just what do you think about that? I think that the government is overstepping their bounds. I don't. I feel like this is it's getting it's getting in a hairy situation Mm -hmm. because I do feel like the government has a lot of reach when it comes to our day-to-day lives um 
it just it's scary. It it really is scary that the government feels that comfortable with telling us what they can and and cannot do. Like how are who are you to tell me what I can and cannot educate in the system for? Like I went to school for this and now you're telling me that I can't these are these are um everyday issues, you know? Fina, you're reading really hard. I'm sorry, my eyesight's like bad. So. Damn, he's he really concentrating on what they say. <laughs> go ahead, what are you saying? You're like, you're getting to a point. Jeez, man. I mean, it's no, it's no different than, um, you know, the, exactly, freedom of speech. But it, it, and it's also no different than the abortion bill. They're, they're you know, t- telling a woman when it's okay to, to do with her body. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, I don't feel like the government should have that much saying over how we raise our children, um, you know, what we put into their body and and shit like that. Like, I'm, I got like I have a million thoughts going in my head that I'm trying to process and push out because there are certain things that I agree with, you know, like, you know, making sure that they're up to date with their vaccinations because that not just affects the child, but it affects the population. Um, but at the same time, I don't think the government should be telling me, uh, you know, hey, we can't talk about sexual orientation in school why the fuck not you're here to educate my child if you're not going to do it i will do it mm-hmm. what's your idea on that over the <clears throat> i had a, i was actually when i was um when the bill came out i was talking to diego and i was just like what do you think about this like what are, what are your thoughts in regards to this because i mean in my case i'm just like i feel that like you said like we go to school for them to teach us in regards to what we need to know in regards to history, Social issue. math, I- issues, all English, of that stuff. Um, like right now type of stuff. Like keep everything like type of modern. But I just feel like if th- this is how the person feels, if this is how the teenager child feels, then they have questions about it. I feel like it's them to go like, okay, well, you know, like sex education. I feel like it should be one of the things that are talked about because you're going to start, they're going to start going through those type of feelings and they need answers to know what's good, like what's what they need to go through, you know? Right. Like teach them to wear protection because, I mean, there's still kids out here who are still getting pregnant in school. At the young age of like 14, I'm like, you barely just started your high school your high school career. like. And I don't, I'm not saying to push an agenda onto children. Because at the end of the day, I feel like it is the parents' decision on whether or not um, they want to pursue that with their kids. But, you know, give them facts because kids are curious. Kids want to know. Kids have questions, especially when they see it in their day-to-day lives. Like if they mm-hmm. ask, you know, what's a transgender or who is a transgender? I think a teacher should be able to answer that confidently and give them the facts. Mm-hmm. It was It's somebody who is transitioning or it's this and this or it's A, B, and C. And I don't think that we should sugarcoat it for them. Right. And they, in high school, did you, did you know like, the differences between like the... Like between like the, the that community, because like for me, I I just knew that there was bi, gay, and lesbian. Like now they have like their pansexual, they have their non-binary. Well, I mean, because all of this came out, fucking this is a a, a Gen Z thing. I want to say Gen Z thing. I'm just saying that the 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 categories or the labels that people are placing on themselves now or how they identify. This came way after we left school. Okay. This this didn't exist, or at least it wasn't a common use of word when we were in high school. Because mm-hmm. you couldn't tell me today what a fucking pansexual was in high school. I'd be like, what? They like bun? What the fuck is a bun? What? No. American pie. <laughs> you remember mm-hmm. <laughs> that movie? I agree. Not the kids today are are acting so much older. Like I find it very hard to shelter, especially like Ani and Amara. Like I I try so hard to keep them away from like YouTube and, and Instagram and Facebook and especially TikTok. They're like, why can't I get TikTok? Da 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 da. Because TikTok has unfortunately ever since the pandemic hit turned into an adult app Mm -hmm. it's a fucking adult app it's no longer a kid app it's an adult app and so um i try to shelter them as much as i can but it's hard because there are other kids who are far more and i don't want to say um mentally advanced because i don't believe in that i feel like there are kids that are getting a lot more exposure to certain things that i'm not my kids are not ready for Mm -hmm. and it's really hard to draw them back in and be like listen you're fucking eight you should be playing with barbies and lol dolls you should not be worrying about fucking lipstick and eyeshadow and crop tops like it's so fucking hard to just keep kids kids Mm mm-hmm it really is. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on with society? Mm-hmm. Seriously. 
You're advancing too fast. And this is coming from a mom, which I'm very, I feel like I'm very um, open and I'm very, I wouldn't say liberated per se, but I'm just very, I'm very free. I'm very fluid. I don't believe in, you know, um, that sexuality should just be confined to a man and a woman. I just feel like, hey, if you feel it, you feel it. If you go for it, you go for it. Um, you know, me personally, I go for the penis, but that's neither here or there. Same. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it's very hard to just keep kids little nowadays. It's just, they're, they're, it's just. Growing up so fast. They are. Mm-hmm. Like I, I freaking, there's 13 year olds watching fucking euphoria. Oh yeah. I'm a 31 year old woman and that was a lot for fucking me. I'll, like I still haven't watched the first it. like two or two episodes in I was like, I know, but did you see Zendaya's um, response when she was doing media press for the show? There was a little girl who was like maybe seven or eight, and she Zendaya goes like, "You watch if Euphoria." Like Hold she on. was like, "Hold on." Did you read what G- uh, D said? There said that she also heard that there is a law that also gives the teacher the freedom if a child tells them that they are gay, they can out them to their parents because it's wrong or against the law. What? Where? So when is it against the law to tell? You know what I mean? Like that yeah. that strips a child of a safe space. Like I mm-hmm. feel like school should be a safe space for a kid and their their teachers um should be like someone that they can confide in if they need to. Mm-hmm. And if the teacher wants to tell the parent, I don't see, I don't see that's it gets it gets that gets hairy. But I don't agree with that. I don't agree. I don't Thank agree you. And it's not it's not a kid show at all because I did. I I it took me a week to get through like the first three episodes, but once the ball got rolling, I was like, "Okay, this is still a little weird, but okay, the storyline's there. It's still uh, okay." And then <laughs> I remember Joe walked in and watched an episode with me and he goes, what fucking high school is this? Because I don't remember doing this shit in high school. Right. But that. But then again, we're thinking about high school. Back when we went. Fifteen years ago. That's not the same there high school are. nowadays. It's been fifteen years. I just threw a number out there. Oh. Has it been fifteen years? I think it's been like eleven, twelve. I'm thirty. I graduated at eighteen or seventeen. Yeah, close. Yeah, thirteen. Right? Yeah, fifteen years. Twenty, yeah. nineteen, eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. About so. The, oh, the close. Damn, I'm getting old. Mm. But um, so, yeah, I think that the United States is becoming a very, 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 very scary place to live because of all these bills and laws. And it's just do you think it's almost the same like at other places who are built with the democracy that we have? It's not the same. No, we don't have a we're not. This is not a there is one big company who has stakes in a bunch of little companies. So whatever the big company wants to do is what the big company it's like a, I was in this like rabbit hole and we'll have to do a whole other episode on that um, because it's just, it's a lot. I agree, Anna, because it, it's really weird watching these kids in high school because I, as an adult or as a 30 year old watching these kids do stuff inappropriately in high school is just like the, the, they're playing high school students. It's very right. fucking weird. It's a very, it's different concept it's because crazy. it's like the high schoolers shouldn't be watching the show. But then if you're older than high school, why are you watching the show if it's for, it's, it's, it's about a high schooler. And anyways, go ahead. Well, who's Baldo? Huh, the next um, who's question. Caesar, who's Baldo? We don't need to. Don't play. Don't play. We on live. We, exactly. They don't. Um, next uh, um, topic is going to be the Batman. It dominated the mm. box office for the second week in a row. Which is really good because they're saying that, reports are saying that if, by the beginning of this weekend or the end of next weekend, it's going to be one of the um, top movies that came out during the pandemic era. Okay. Which is really good because... Um, are we still in a pandemic era, though? Do we really we consider ourselves in a pandemic era, though? Like, post, though? Okay, like, post, I don't, yes. I don't feel like we've recovered as of yet. We're not going to recover. There's just... They're not economically, anyways. There's mm-hmm. We're not anywhere close to recovering. But that's awesome. Um, so, I just... Rob Pattinson, Patterson, whatever the fuck his name is, as... Batman, I'm still not sold on the idea. Have you? I mean, people are saying it was a really good I movie. I heard it was a really good movie. I did. I heard it. I heard but the graphics how, were phenomenal. I heard the storyline was good. It's weird how Zoe was getting more praise than Robert, though. Zoe? Is it Zoe? Yeah. Zoe, it's Kravitz, right? Yes. Okay. I, she's getting way more praise than Robert Pattinson from the movie. But I still want to go see it. They, um, I guess... Uh, the penguin was in this movie. I didn't even know he was going to make a feature in this movie, but they're saying that he did so good that they're actually bringing up a pilot for a show. What show? Um, 
On the penguin. For the penguin. Okay. But yeah, so I'm excited to see all that. But back to, I brought up last week, Don't Rudy's food truck. I went there twice. Axel said he he needs to watch the Twilight movies before he sees Batman. No, don't. Watch the (laughs) Batman first and then you can then judge his his acting in Twilight. But they, I went over there and actually told them I had mentioned them on Man in the Milf. And they had said that weekly or they um, do a, a giveaway every so often that if you go to their page which is called Don Rudy's Taco Truck um, that you go follow them you go and comment that you've been there take a picture post whatever you get into a raffle for uh, a prize what the prize is I didn't get that information free tacos <laughs> I didn't know what it was because free tacos I was, like, is always happy. the right answer but I went um, there okay. it was really good I want to know what you guys think about us going live on different parts of the city because I want us Especially in the springtime. Yes, in summer. But I want us to explore the city and I want us to go live featuring different hole in the walls, small businesses that are just really trying to get their word out there. If you like that idea, let us know. I kind of just threw this on Fino right now. Spur of the moment type thing. So Mm -hmm. what's next? That's actually it for the gossip. Um, Yeah. Okay. We're good to that. I want to just dive into this. These scammers, yes. the con artists, con oh. men, con women, because uh, you know it's not, they not. So I actually want to thank Rosa for this topic idea because we, as always, you guys know, we picked the topic like two days before we're supposed to talk about it. Um, but um, she was like, have you guys talked about inventing Anna or the Tinder swindler? And then it just got me thinking, why should we just confine it to those two topics? Because there are... Some of the some of the biggest scams that we forget even existed because like, it was where did just it like all start. Like where did these scams start? I mean, right. there's probably like little ones, but so like when I was doing my research for this topic, um, I came across a guy. Don't ask me his name. I just read the part. He tried to sell the Eiffel Tower. No, 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 no. I seen that. He twice. sold twice, twice, not once, but twice that he sold the Eiffel Tower. And I was like, how the fuck? How the fuck? First of all, how good are you must how how much swag must you have to be like I just sold the Eiffel Tower not once but twice. Like, can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine just being like, "Yo, you want to buy the Eiffel Tower?" And then some fucking idiot be like, "Sure. Yeah, I want to own the Eiffel Tower." Like, jeez, man. Like not just once, but he got them twice. 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 That's hilarious. And then uh we roll into um Charles Ponzi, which as you know, because of his scams, we have something called the Ponzi schemes. That was how the name how the pyramid, Ponzi right? The pyramid uh, Ponzi schemes or the pyramid schemes, aka the Ponzi schemes. Um, and so, just reading about all of these different people who literally pulled the wool over someone's eyes, it's just, it's fascinating. Because mm-hmm. I personally, I don't think I could ever. I don't think I could ever. Right. Because you not only have to be, you have to be a quick thinker. You have to know how to freaking con the system. You have to know how to manipulate people. I feel like there's so many factors into becoming a con artist or a scammer that goes into this that you don't need, like, it's just a lot of work. Right. Work that I don't have time for. Well, for Charles Ponzi, he actually worked in the bank environment um, out in Canada. And so whenever the bank went bankrupt he took his knowledge from the banking and goes like okay then he um heard because he's from italy Mm -hmm. so he heard a scheme that was going on in italy for the um a coupon book and so he goes like you know what they were doing couponing in the 1920s can you imagine not even coupons were yeah um within the next 20 because he he actually went to jail first and when he got out of jail he then realized like i need to make money somehow because when he came here um, he didn't have that much money. He was making ends meet, and that's why he was working odd jobs. He then found the uh, found a job at the bank, and then from the bank, um, it closed, and he started doing all these other odd jobs, which got him arrested. From there, he then um, from there, um, he then goes like, "Oh, there's a scheme going on with couponing." So he took these um, coupon books from low wealthy or weak pl- countries, and goes like, "I'm gonna bring them over here to now these stable, um, wealthy economic." Um, economically wealthy countries and so he did I'm the that one drinking right and so when he did that he then hired people to sell these two investors at one point he had 40,000 investors 
that. I didn't even know that many fucking people. I, I know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. Right. <laughs> and it was just weird because he had, like, he was at the top and then he had the people under him and those people had people under them. So it was like the money was just rolling in and rolling in. But within six months, he was already making, um, he was already a millionaire. Um, and he was, net, his net worth was $8.5 million. Can you imagine? $8.5 million back then was I can you imagine like that was a buku money that was a lot of money hell yeah it was and then finally he like they found out that he didn't have the money to give back to everybody so he got caught and actually it was his publicist who told the police on him and then didn't pay him enough right and from there he got deported back <laughs> to Italy like, fuck you <laughs> fuck you and your scheme he got deported back to Italy and he died with only seventy five dollars to his name damn right. It was Jeez. crazy. All right, what else you got for me? Um, did you ever hear about Jerome Johnson? No, who's that? He is the man behind the McDonald's. Um, oh no, McMillions. Yep. Yes. It, so he was the he was a he was what is he a police officer who turned into yep. security for during like the Monopoly era? You know, mm-hmm. do they still do Monopoly? I never seen it. I haven't seen it again. But so he pretty much what he pretty much conned the system. He pretty much conned the system because he moved to Atlanta and he started working for the people who would print the Monopoly pieces. Right. And he then became chief of that department. So Security. He, chief of the security, right? No, chief of the department who printed off the little pieces for Monopoly. But how? Because he started as security. Right. You move on up, I guess. Oh, shit. All right. And so because he was a chief person, he knew where these pieces were being sent to and where they'd be going. And so... He would just say, like, oh, you need to go here to get this piece of money. Then he um, became friends with other people. And, like, I think it was, like, Mormons, um, just, like, regular friends. And he would tell them. And then they would go, like, here, take this. You're going to get a lot of money. And they're all, like, all, like, within one club. And that's how they were making Um, making money. They end up ending getting the whole investors the people who were in the job made up to 24 million dollars oh wow i know that's a lot so i mean it's funny you bring it up because there's actually a documentary on that it's called mcmillions which is why i said mcmillions it's on hbo max and they also have another documentary oh not a documentary it's a movie um about another scam artist that i wanted us to talk about um it's it's called through the eyes of tammy faye and it talks about uh tv angelus or Tavangelis, I can't ever fucking pronounce that right, of Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. And they are pretty much um, preachers or pastors that spread the word of God through TV. And what happens is that they build this empire. And while they build this empire, Jim essentially starts embezzling the money. He starts bringing in, as you said, investors, but he never has really, he starts taking away this to build that and that to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, And eventually it came to light because it always comes down to a fucking sex scandal. Um, (laughs) They did. They had, there was a lady who kept calling their, because I guess back then when you would do like a televised um, production of like, you know, the show, you could call in and give donations or give pledges, right? And so there was a lady that kept calling in that saying, you know, the, Jim and this other person um, had sex on me, initially saying that they forced sex on this woman. They paid her $250,000 to keep quiet. She didn't keep quiet. And so um, a newspaper ran with the story. And then it just opened Pandora's box. And they did investigating and they found the embezzlement and they they found the fraud and they found that he was, you know, taking money from A to pay B, you know, Peter to pay Paul. Um, and they had a water park at the time. And I'll have to look up the name of the water park. But the water park was as popular as Disneyland and Disney World at the really? time. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And so um, when everything came crashing down, it ended up showing that he ended up taking over, I believe, five or six million from people. This is a man of God. <laughs> this well, is a man pastor, of God. Right? Yeah, he was a pastor. And um, it's funny because I was looking to see if they had any charges against Tammy. Tammy was fucking clueless. She had no idea this was going on. Um, and it just brings me back to how women 
no matter what their religious beliefs or their ideologies or their morals, like if you are blindly in love with the man, you will look the other way just to appease them. Mm-hmm. Because you you knew, I mean, as a woman, you have like a sixth sense when something's not right, um, you know, when something ain't sitting well with you, like, you know, they accuse them of having homophobic tendencies. You know if your man is gay. Don't sit there and tell me that you don't know if your man got googly eyes for another man. Because trust me, trust me. When you have an inkling, you go with it and you go with your gut. Go he with looked your like gut. you look like it though. Um, and so I just found it really interesting because, um, you know, they said that she was touched by God and that she had like these, these moments where she would reach out to people. And, um, and it's funny because she was the first person to have an HIV positive person on her show to talk to them and to just make them feel like a person. Because obviously back then we didn't know a lot about HIV. Mm hmm. And AIDS, and people thought that you could contract or uh, contract it with just being in the same room as the person. So they had a little TV monitor, and that and that person was on there, and they did the interview. The guy's still alive today. Tammy Faye died of colon cancer back in two thousand seven. Um, but just reading up on her and everything that she did and everything that she stood for, it was really sad to see that it was kind of tarnished, or that her story came to light because her husband was a scam artist. Because at the end of the day, it was him. It was always a fucking man. Always. Always the person with the penis ruining our shit. So anyways, if you guys get a chance to see it, because I know I butchered the fucking story. I always go off in different million directions. But Through the Eyes of Tammy Faye is on HBO Max, along with McMillions, the guy who scammed the Monopoly thing. Definitely check it out. It's 10 out of 10 would definitely recommend. Hey, she did her research on Tina. <laughs> it was a no, Tammy. Tammy. <laughs> it was good. It was a good show. It was a good show. Was it like a series or was it just like a whole movie? I need this cop stop calling it a show. It was a movie. I even mm-hmm. had Joe watching it and he he was like, There's no action, there's no comedy, I'm not watching that shit. And then he started watching it and he was like, Huh. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, if you go back and you and you like look it up, like she became a skit on SNL because she had these skinny ass drawn on eyebrows, this bright ass fucking eyeshadow, and like this really short blonde hair. Like they would make fun of her looks, and like I was like doing my research on it because I just became like enthralled with this person who is Tammy Faye. Like she like did not care. What anybody else thought of her. Like, she's like, this is me. This is my personality. You're either with it or you're not. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because the people that they got to play the 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 real people in real life, they look almost identical. Oh, it's shit. fucking, it's creepy. Andrew Garfield plays Jimmy Baker, who um, um, plays Spider-Man. Um, and then, I can't remember her name, but I just remember her from uh, uh, The Help. She was the, the lady that, uh, married the guy and she didn't know how to cook. Oh, I love her. Yeah, she's the one that plays Tammy Faye. She reminds me of, have you watched, uh, I know this will be off topic, I'm sorry you guys. Um, you remember watching um, What's that Damn Hickey's looking like a meth addict. What's that ball? I don't know. But it was in that one show, her name was um, May, her last name was Mayo. I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it. Anyways, but the link is on our profile, right? I'm going to put the link so you guys can watch it. It's They're they're good shows. They're fucking good. I don't okay. have a lot of time to watch movies. And when I do, they're good. I'm a little, yeah. <laughs> Next, um, let's go ahead and jump into Elizabeth Holmes, which is also another story that has been made into a series that's on Hulu called The Dropout. Remember Elizabeth um, Elizabeth Holmes? Mm-mm. The she's actually a dropout from I believe I want to say Harvard, but or Stanford, one of them two big schools. But she had this whole idea of like I want to make the bi- the next big tech to try to help out medicine to make life oh, easier. No, okay, now I know who you're talking about. But can I just say that people of color could never, people of fucking color could never, could never, because she schemed her way. And to millions, people giving her millions of dollars over a technology that didn't even fucking exist. Right. And it I, was just an I, idea. But I, 
firmly believe it's because she's fucking white. You think so? Firmly believe because she's fucking white. Freaking Anna, whatever that fucking wannabe German heiress, who's fucking Russian, by the way, got away with as much money as she did is because she's fucking white. I'm going to just put that out there. I'm going to say it. Because little women of color, whether they be black, Latino, freaking Native American, whatever, try to pull that shit, they'd be like, nah, nah, something ain't mathin'. Mathin' ain't mathin'. Right. One plus one ain't, definitely ain't three, so no. The ID's not matching the checking account. Right. <laughs> like they did with the black Panther, dude. But go ahead with the dropout. Um, The dropout, so Elizabeth Holmes, like she said, like she created, she made an idea of this machine that would... Um, take a single drop of your blood and then tell you like your results of like your life. So she didn't make this. It would they they ended up finding out this was a hoax. She at one time it was similar to geo mapping, right? Yes. Yeah. Um. So at one moment back on September of 2018, she was net worth 4.8 billion dollars because everybody was just investing in this idea. To just make the next big medical tech. So once they found out this whole thing was a hoax, Forbes like hella changed everything. She went from being net worth $4.8 billion to being nada. It is crazy. I was like, oh, hells no. Like you went. Is she white? Um, so I remember, if I remember the story correctly, she was pregnant during the time that she's going to yep. go to trial. Mm-hmm. Did she give birth to her child? I didn't, I didn't read on, on top of that. I'm, I'm actually going to start watching the show. Though. Okay. I'm almost positive that she gave birth to her child. Um, because, um, the girl who plays her is the, <laughs> this is going to be weird. She plays the Mean Girls and she's like the slow one. Yes. Amanda something. Yeah. Simeer. Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried. I was close. I was close. Um, okay, so it was the it was the Thorano scandal, which seemed too bizarre to be true. Um, but yeah, it was just like she didn't make the machine. She just like put it on paper, and they still gave her money. It's because she's white. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. It really is. It's, I honestly, I firmly believe it. Just that makes a difference. It makes a difference because I'm telling you, let a person of color try to pull that shit, and they'd be like, hmm. But it's crazy. I'm actually interested. Like, so I'm gonna start watching the dropout because when I watched Inventing Anna, it was so crazy. Because I'm just like, I re- I read about it at one moment, and then I just forgot about it. But then um, Shonda Rhimes brought it back with this whole like new story of everything, and she did really good. So okay, so she um she is currently waiting sentencing in September. So she's out on five hundred thousand dollar bond. That's not a lot. Mm mm. For someone who was net worth four point four point eight billion dollars, I wonder if she gets any like monetary. Um, wow, my brain just went kaput. But I wonder if she just gets any any like money from the 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 show. Oh, f- probably she had to sell sell her story. That's what they did with Anna. Yeah, in two thousand fifteen, Holmes was named one of the uh, Times Magazine's one hundred most influential people. Uh, Theranos garnered $900 million in investments with the likes of Walgreens as well as Walmart and Cox Communication Airs. They named her the next Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. By 2014, it was valued at $9 billion. A, st- a machine that, didn't even, that was not even made yet. Okay, so yeah. So she was, just this past January, she was found guilty of four out of the 11 charges, which are all related to the uh, defrauding investors. She could, She's facing up to 80 years in prison. Mind you, mind you, she just had a child. Can you imagine just giving birth to a child and then be like, listen, bitch, 80 years in prison. It's only You 10. literally, huh? It's only going to be 10. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll because the maximum, because the each of the four charges has a maximum sentence of twenty years, mm. so they can do concurrently or they can do consecutively. We'll see. Jeez, man, fuck, that sucks. That but sucks for real. What about Anna? Well, give us a story about Anna. Give us you a story. Yeah. So okay, so I did a little bit of research on the German heiress. But she's Russian. Right, she's Russian. Can you believe that? I could it. Like, she's, yeah, she's Russian. Anyway, she conned pretty much all of her fucking friends. Um, She conned, oh, I thought I dropped my chin. Um, She conned banks. She conned people. She conned hotels. CEOs. 
Yes. And it all just was like all based on her word, which is just like people are fucking stupid. No, 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 no. I just I I just I want to. I want to preface by saying, like, obviously, you know, you take somebody's word at face value and you're like, all right, cool. You know, they'll they'll do what they say, because mm-hmm. obviously you want to give somebody the benefit of the doubt. But to be conned out of millions and millions of dollars. It's crazy. It's like she's she's very smart. She was very smart with what she was doing. She was very smart. She knew her art, too, because when she went into the art world, they and went to those events, she told people, like, you don't want that piece of art, that mess over there. You want this portrait of a woman who was a photographer herself, got bored, and said, you know what, I'm going to start making pictures of myself. Right. And then those pictures went off to sell millions because of just what it was. Right, yeah. So, obviously, she did have a passion for art. She tried to get a loan to try to open her own art gallery. The bank said, ah, you tried to bitch. No... Um, and so, um, just like reading the little bit of research that I did on her, I just, I'm still baffled because I'm just like, I second guess everything. Like the fucking ATM gives me my money. I count the money the ATM gives me. Like that's how, and that's how distrusting I am of people sometimes or, or even technology. And it's just like, how... How as like your friend, if you were like, listen, bitch, I got you. Can you like just pay for this? It's I know it's like a hundred thousand, but I'll pay you tomorrow. My dad will wire me the money. No, bitch. The fuck I look like fronting you a hundred thousand dollars. Like, no. And for her friend to put it on like the company card. Did you watch the show? No. No? No. I've watched like Grey's little- Anatomy, Scandal. Like veterans are on that show. You're gonna Jeez. love it. You're gonna go. And, like, oh said, my God. and she wanted to be like, they don't take me seriously because I'm a woman, bitch. Other women actually, have gotten that far. When she's like, no, well, actually, there was a man who was doing an interview about this. I want to say it was on CNN, but again, I want to say it was on Allen, but I don't think it was on either one of those shows. They, the man had said that Anna would have gotten away with it if she would have paid her hotel bills. Mm. She hotels would, don't play. So I mean, after they found out from that first hotel, and then she kept doing it over and over again, like the word goes around, and they said that if she did would have paid her bill, that the banks would have given her this loan, and she would have went more. She went forward with it. But do you understand how cunning you have to be? Not only do you have to be smart and thing on your feet you have to be able to forge documents that are literally foolproof there had to be foolproof because if somebody looks at a a, a a a bank transfer and they'd be like uh this doesn't look right then they question it but she had to forge bank transfers wire transfers she had to fake the fact that she had money when she didn't have two fucking cents to, to rub together right she was really smart because she actually conned a bank too. She went in, yeah, with a check and goes like, "I would like to have the I deposit this much or whatever." And then she was she able to, to pull out, bank. I believe, six thousand dollars yep. or th- six thousand pounds, whichever it is, um, before they noticed the checks bouncing. Yep. yep, yep. Which, which brings us into the other person. Uh, she had actually roomed with, uh, I believe, it was Billy McFarlane, the Firefly dude, the Fire Festival. Yep, I said they say Firefly. Yes, but Firefly Festival does exist, by okay. the way. Um, the Fire Festival, Billy McFarlane. Yeah, $27 million dollars he conned people out of. He conned people, investors, people. like Ja Rule. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine how embarrassing that is to be a celebrity? Right. And to put your name and your voice behind just, like, a festival of this Not magnitude. That, like, the and then they don't pull through. Yep. Wasn't like Kylie, no, Kendall Jenner. Yeah, it was Kendall Jenner who like goes like, okay, I'll sponsor you. I'll like place this. She goes like, I never got paid for it. And then they were giving box cheese sandwiches. They didn't have anywhere to sleep. They had no hotel accommodation. Like thinking about it now, it sounds like a great idea to host on an island this big ass festival Mm -hmm. and like to have these like semi luxury um, igloos. Just like, you know, out there, like... I just wonder where people get the fucking balls to pull this shit off. They're kids. They're like, I have this idea, let's let's run with it. They weren't kids. They were about, what, 
18 to 23. 18? Who the fuck do you know that was 18 conning people? I don't know anybody, but I'm saying that that's what the, their age was. Like, Anna told people, like, I'm not going to get my money, my money inherit money until I was 25. So she was definitely under the age of 25. So I'm assuming that she was either between 21 to 23 because she was living out this social life out there. Hold on, I'm about to look it up because I don't, I don't believe that. Mm-mm. We even talked about this earlier. She said, "I want to bring this up." She could have done this earlier. Don't hate. You know, I always do my research mid, mid, mid shit, mid, mid shit, mid on the, shit. On the air. Mid always, shit. always. You're always gonna see her looking down at something. Okay, so okay, yes, yes, yes. So, uh, Billy McFarlane is 30 years old. Oh shit! The dude from Firefly, right? The Firefly happened in what 2017. He was 27 at the time. He's not a oh, fucking damn. child. He's a grown ass man. Well, Anna was. He's young, a, so a grown ass man. At that point, yeah. Right. How old is the guy? The Tinder Swindler. Oh, Which we, we haven't talk even, that, talked we about haven't him. even talked about him. Damn, First of all, we're talking about Anna and everybody else. I keep saying people. We're, I just want to say. Is he really a con artist though? Or does, yes, he, know because to, the does family, he know how to talk about people? No, because the family, the name that he used to con people is suing him for defamation. Yeah. They're suing him. And did you know, this is a little bit of poetic justice. Did you know that he got scammed? Tinder Swinder? Yes. How? They reached out to him. Uh, through Instagram Messenger, it was somebody who was quote unquote verified and, and was like, listen, I can get you and your girlfriend verified because he has a fucking girlfriend. I can get you and your girlfriend verified. My boyfriend works at Facebook and Meta, you know, the owner of Instagram. Yeah. You just have to PayPal me six hundred and or six thousand six hundred and sixty four dollars. No, he did it. Yes, he did. He did. He verified. Oh, hells no. Nah. And when he realized he got scammed, he tried to reach out to those people again and deleted. Doesn't even exist. Didn't even know what happened. I didn't even know that. Poetic justice. Poetic fucking justice. Is that what the but about? going back, he conned women. Did he though? $10 million. He is the true definition of I'm taking away from Peter to pay fucking Paul. That was a weird story, I but it was a funny story because this girl took out credit cards and those credit cards that she took out, he was using to go on other dates to pay for other events. Right. To then go back to another person and goes, I need this. Like the one girl who like went on that first date with him. Hi, and Crystal. Then, and then goes like, oh, like, I don't really yeah, like you like that. Let's just be friends. Then. I agree. And I was just like, this okay. Is- But I was like, it's just, oh my God, it's just like super weird. And I was just like, this is super funny. The first girl, I'm like, after the first credit card and he asked for more, I'm like, yeah, I would have just stopped. But the moment like, he's I wouldn't like, even listen, started. Listen, I'm they're coming after me. They're coming after me. I've been stabbed. My security card. I'm like, um. Hey, Crystal. I'm, uh, I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned. And the like And then the photos. He used that, mul- that those photos multiple times. But my okay, so I I just want I want to talk to the women. I want to talk to the the women behind this. And I guess it's no different than the fucking ladies who go and get gift cards at Target for their prince in Saudi Arabia or their prince in Africa that they need the money and blah 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 blah, but at what point? At what point do you say Maybe I'm getting scammed. Is it after $10,000? Is it after $20,000? Like, like seriously, what would you do if you were dating somebody and he was like, I have people after me. I need you to to, to let me borrow $100,000. I'm like, sorry, you, we got to find, we got to find this. You got to find this money somehow. Because I'm not going to do it. Right. I'm, like, I'm scared to. I work for a credit card company. I'm scared to even take out a credit card for my own personal use. Why? Because I'm just like, I know myself. I know my spending habits. So I know that at, at a point, whenever interest decides they want to hit, that it's going to go. My my minimum payments are going to go up. And I don't want to do that because I feel at moments and times I already struggle to pay my bills. And I'm not about to do all that. Right. TMI my personal thoughts, but. Still, I'm like, I work for a credit card. I don't want to, I don't want to go through that habit. I just like, I, like I read these stories and we honestly, we didn't even talk about Sylvia Brown, you know, the psychic who fucked up, but like, I feel like there are people that are so fucking gullible that are willing to take people's words at face value. And then they just get sucked into this fucking issue of 
getting scammed, getting taken advantage of, getting taken for hundreds of thousands of dollars. And but like I sit back and I'm just I read these stories and I'm just like, huh, none of that rose a red flag for you. The fact that he's asking to borrow that much money didn't didn't or have a credit credit card in your name didn't raise that. I, and I and I get it. Like he was like whining and dining, flying, blah blah blah. But did you hear the messages too? Whenever they they would, I gotta get my money now. I gotta pay the hotel. Mm-hmm. I'm just like. What are you, why are you going through stress? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you going through stress? Mm-hmm. He's the one over here talking about his money. Let him find the money. I could never. I could fucking never. Like, I'm not, I don't know. Or when know. she became an employee of let's, the company. Let's just say, let's just say, after doing my research on these scammers, I'm a little bit less willing to believe, you know, that you need gas at the gas station because your car broke down 20 miles away and you got to feed your kids. Right. Mm. Mm. Especially with these card readers, they'd be finding. I found, mm. I read in the news that they found a card reader at one of the pumps on Southwest Boulevard at the Quick Trip. I was oh, like, shut up. Yeah. So that's why now when I use my card, I mean, they ain't gonna get much out of me. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> like, listen, let's, let's, try to, let's try to rob her for $200. $200, but fuck you, lucky you get $2. 50 cents. You lucky if you get $2. Like, let's be honest. I'm so weak. But Sylvia Brown, like, like I didn't know. She, I really thought she was legit. Mind you, she used to be on the Montel Williams show. She used to have people on there. They used to fucking talk to her. I think one of the biggest ones was, you know, there's two that stand out to me. Is, is the one where she said that the girl was dead. And then a year later, she turned out to be fucking alive. In text. Oh, not that one. And then, well, and then the other one where the girl was kidnapped and killed literally the same day, and she said, no, you know, she was kidnapped, but she's still alive. Forensics found out she was killed the same day. Mm. I used to be obsessed with her. My family used to be obsessed with her. We used to watch the Montel Williams show just to watch Sylvia Brown. And then to find out that she is, like, one of the biggest psychic scam artists of all time, it just, it was like, Damn. Yeah. It was funny too because she was on um, Anderson Cooper and she predicted her life. She goes, like, I'm going to die at the age of 88. Mm-hmm. She actually died in 2013 at the age of 77. Right. 10, so, almost 11 years, 11 years before she was supposed to die. 11 fucking funny. years. I was like, oh hell. Like it makes me wonder freaking, um, what is the guy that used to do the 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 card readings with the astrology? Um, oh, yeah. Walter Mercado. <laughs> It makes me wonder if he, anything that he ever came out of his mouth was true. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The way the show. Is he still alive? I hope. I don't know. Y'all remember Walter Mercado, the guy with the... Sleepy. You yes. Sleepy but let me borrow $20. Hey, listen. <laughs> he gonna turn it into 500 <laughs> I'm so weak. Is he still he... alive? No, he died in 2019. Uh, oh, there was a big special on him. So Dad, what? That's so sad. Not that his people you may search for, Sylvia Brown comes up. No, that's Christina. Oh. You never remember Christina? Yeah. She, had her own she show. was our Mexican or our Hispanic Oprah. Oprah. Thanks, Sleepy. We know he's dead now. I just I had a moment. Is she alive too? No, she's still alive. She's 74 years old. She out there living in Mexico like Oprah. Christina's still alive, guys, just in case y'all were wondering. So just just throwing it out there. His document is on Netflix. I might have to watch it. Does anybody know if they talk about if he's gay? I'm very curious to see. I want to know if he's gay. But um, I don't know. There's just, there's a lot of scam artists that you just, that we didn't even touch. We barely scratched the surface, honestly. And and I just feel like an hour was not enough time to just, or 40 minutes, because, you know, we do the chisme, um, was not enough to just like scratch the surface. She was the Amazon shopping. Thanks, you guys. I'm now saving money. Listen, <laughs> thanks for listening. Jesus says Don Francisco is a robot. Don't oh, do right. Don't do Don Francisco like that. Don't, don't. Let me just. Is that why he left Univision? Did they turn him into a robot and then he went to? Oh, man. Oh, he died too. Don Francisco died. No, he still. I thought he still had his show. No, he's still alive, guys. Don Francisco is still alive. Mm. He was on Univision oh, for I a think very he's long time. About the psych- psychic. Yeah, he was on Univision for a long time, and then he went over to Telemundo um, to do another show. Damn. Don Francisco. 
Did he pass away? Now we're second guessing ourselves. Oh my god, did he die? <gasps> Guys, did Don Francisco die? Have you ever heard of him ever getting sick? No, he's still alive, guys. Just just in case. Never. Oh, but they're not going to televise it. Have you ever heard of Anderson Cooper being sick? Or Regis Philman? Nobody knew he was sick until he died. He or died? the anchor. Yeah. Or the anchor from Jeopardy. We didn't know he was sick until we found out he had that. Was it throat cancer? He came out and said, like, I have throat cancer. And he was going to fight it aggressively. And then he died. Alex mm-hmm. Trebell. Oh, wow. We we actually talked a full hour. I'm so proud of us. It's because she did her research, guys. Robot. You want to sign us off? Yes. Thank you guys all for listening. Don't forget. Go check out your local shops. Support small businesses. Support us. Like Wait till and the summer. Follow. We better be outside. Like and follow. This is Finio. And this is Carmen. And you're listening to Man, Man in, in the, the Mill. Let go. Bye.